0: this
1: way it's finally the day the circus comes to town
0: we're true to the bill
1: the acrobats thrill and why. Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they.
2: I'm Lava, they them.
1: And we're here without a guest this week, um, which means I don't know what to do immediately <laughs> after the intro before running into everything else. So I'm going to just vamp for time for a little bit until I feel like an appropriate amount of time has passed. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I looked up news. The only thing I should probably say that is Scooby related is that co-creator Ken Spears has passed away recently. Um, you know, part of the the Ruby Spears Productions that became part of Hanna Barbera and so on and so forth. Um, okay. After that, uh, let's do questions. We got some questions in. Yeah. Alright, uh, first up from T, former guest at T Youth Playwright. What would be the central plot of a Riverdale style Scooby Doo gritty reboot?
2: Oh, God. I, I want to say murder, but from my understanding of Riverdale, that's not nearly as Buck Wild.
1: Yeah, so the thing is, I don't think Scooby-Doo's, like, gritty reboot would be like a Riverdale. I think it'd be more like the Nancy Drew CW show.
2: mm I can see that.
1: Um, which does have a lot in common with Scooby-Doo when you consider the fact that the twist for the first season is that ghosts are real.
2: <laughs> this time, the monsters are real!
1: And that would be the central plot of a gritty reboot, because the, people don't realize that something that happens half the time. <laughs>
2: Uh, Shaggy would absolutely have magic powers.
1: Yeah, or like. would gain magic powers or something. Mm-hmm. It would be like a thing that is revealed over time. Um, I think. Okay, so it would be like a semi episodic thing, kind of like uh the CW superhero shows, where it's like yeah, there's the overarching plot, but also they have to beat a villain every week. <laughs> um, so I think it would maybe, you know. The central plot of a Riverdale-style Scooby-Doo would just be Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> or it's like, oh yeah, there's this like overarching plot that maybe even ties all of these smaller things together. Like, who's giving all of these people the money to set up their ghost costumes? Yeah. um but yeah that, i i watch a lot of cw shows so it, i i am familiar it's just <laughs> i have gotten so used to it that it doesn't feel as wacky
0: <laughs>
1: like people are like oh i can't believe uh i can't believe there was a serial killer in riverdale it's like yeah no that's fine archie fought a bear and died <laughs> But then didn't. <laughs> Jug had pretended to be murdered for half of an entire season.
2: Oh my
0: god.
1: Hmm. Wild. There was like, okay, there's like a there was a conspiracy theory involving essentially the knockoff like author of some knocks off knockoff Hardy Brothers books. <laughs> And it was like a generational crime involving blackmail and intrigue. Ooh. may maybe kind of good. <laughs> All right. Next question from Janine. Janine, but it's November on Twitter at Janine Juliet. Who would everybody in Mister Ink, Maine, and Smash Brothers? Who would be the best?
2: I don't know anything about Smash.
1: Well, the thing is that Shaggy and Scooby play the most videos game, but I'm going to give it to Shaggy for having thumbs.
2: <laughs> Who would... Okay, I know that there are usually, like, characters that are kind of cheese, where...
1: I don't know anything about Smash's competitive scene.
2: Yeah. Thing.
1: I'm just going to go based on vibe, and I feel like Shaggy Rogers probably means Ganondorf, even though I know Ganondorf is a garbage character. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Who would play Kirby? Um... It's the one character I've played in the Smash game.
1: I'm gonna go with... Hmm.
2: Would it be Daphne?
1: I don't know if it would be Daphne or, like... Fred. Fred means Mario. <laughs> Fred doesn't know what a video game is.
2: Yeah, that's... yeah. Uh.
1: Um, let me look at the Smash roster. It's been a while.
2: Okay, I want to say <laughs> Daphne would pick Ridley because purple.
1: In that case, oh, let me look at the <laughs> full roster. This isn't the most up to date one, I don't think. But whatever. I literally,
2: I just uh googled Smash Brother characters and it has like all the images. I don't think it's all of them, but. Oh. I That's found a good the chunk. official.
1: Look- oh yeah, I forgot Minecraft and Smash Brothers now. Yeah. I think Scooby Doo plays Minecraft. <laughs> um. Let's see. Um. You know what? I think. I think. Daphne might play Meta Knight also because purple and because still an orb
2: that's true
1: I think Velma plays as Robin from Fire Emblem
2: I could see Velma just trying to learn all the different characters not really meaning anyone Mm
1: -hmm. maybe also villager I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Um, Scooby-Doo is... Scooby-Doo doesn't give me a Smash Brothers vibe, is the thing. Maybe... Isabelle? I wasn't, I, I, I get because dog, but... (laughs) I
2: eh. I also thought because
1: dog. Maybe Pikachu. Ooh. Maybe Scooby-Doo is a Pikachu
2: yeah i could see it
1: okay we got um we'll come back to to nemesis of the show tanner <laughs> um in a second uh, let's get these other ones out of the way um we got one from crest at fantasy crest what race would each of the gang be if they were from a version of hyrule So, I've thought about this, but I figure because I know you've played Breath of the Wild, we should just limit it to Breath of the Wild.
2: Yes, I would appreciate that. Also, I will, full disclosure, I looked at the word and I thought, uh, racing cars? Because Smash Brothers and then into Mario Kart, my brain went there. I was very confused reading that sentence.
1: Well, Hyrule is in Mario Kart. Yeah,
2: that's the thing!
1: Um... Um so I think that Velma would probably be like um part of like the Shika tribe, I think, mostly no, so like, if not a member of the Sheikah tribe, then just like a regular Hylian who's really into Sheik tech.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I could
2: see uh Daphne as Wow, I just blanked. Not Zora, the bird people. The Rito? Yeah, I could see her rocking that aesthetic.
1: I was thinking Daphne as Gerudo, but either would work, I think.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I think I'm thinking Rito because plumage. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think that Fred could be a Zora. Mm Mm-hmm. Um...
2: Shaggy it mm, Shaggy gives very goron vibes.
1: Shaggy's a goron and then Scooby's a a Korok.
0: <laughs> yes. Yaha. Yeah, Yaha. Yeah,
1: um but if we were opening this up a bit, I did have the idea of um goodness uh Shaggy being one of the Kokiri, which are the uh the the fairy kids from Ocarina of Time, the one that Link isn't. <laughs> Okay. Um, and that Scooby would be a Deku scrub,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is just little plant dudes.
0: Ooh.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean think that, that that would work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we got some questions here from Charlie. Charlie, pretty vampire boyfriend at Magical Pride, oh, Magical Underscore Pride on Twitter. If you had to perform in a circus, what would you do?
2: I want to learn how to juggle. I've never like managed it because it's hard. But I always think about it sometimes.
1: Um, I would go with maybe either like a human cannonball or <laughs> attempting to tie it rope walk because I think those are things that I could feasibly do. <laughs> maybe. Um if any of the gang ran away to the circus, how well would they do? I mean, as we see here, they'd all probably do pretty fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think Dom would be it... the one that would do the worst of them, but mostly just because of stage fright.
2: Yeah, I'd read that uh, fan fiction uh,
1: AU—a <laughs> traveling circus that solves mysteries.
2: Yeah, <laughs> basically.
1: Uh, last question here from Charlie is: Was your elementary school weirdly obsessed with Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus? no (laughs) what
2: hang on i need to look it up
1: i think we had a circus come to town once in my entire life those are like two popular circuses
2: oh oh yeah i've never been to a circus
1: i don't think i've ever been to a circus either i've barely been to a fair
2: uh, the only fairs i've been to have been when i moved to georgia Mm-hmm. they have like li- little fairs that happen you know
1: yeah. yeah i'm familiar yeah i've been to one or two of those
0: yeah
1: all right and now we have the gauntlet posed by <laughs> a friend of the show tanner current display name tanner nemesis for your show at sparky upstart <laughs> and they ask if you were to approach Mystery Incorporated and ask for game suggestions that weren't D&D, what would each member suggest? So, here's the thing. Is I'm the one that would be able to answer this question between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of all the game systems I know, I don't think Mystery Inc. would actually play any of them. Because I think it's a situation where Shaggy is the only reason they would play those games. And Shaggy is way too invested in D&D as a system. He probably owns all the books and that kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, And because... No one else is really interested in learning how to run and Shaggy just knows D&D already. That's just what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, next question is, each queer person has one heteronormative thing that they're good at. Theirs is traffic safety. What's Velma's?
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know what heteronormative things are. Is a fun fact about me.
2: <laughs> I I kind of understand what they mean. It's a like the the, the joke of gays can't drive kind of joke. Mm-hmm. I I think that's what it, that that means.
1: Well, I then don't... If Velma's is that she can do math.
2: Yes, <laughs> there we go.
1: <laughs> Those are the only two jokes that I know.
2: Yeah, I don't really know off the top of my head all of the the jokes, the heteronormative jokes.
1: Because like, I would partially th- say like, oh, Riverdale is something that's kind of heteronormative, but actually, everybody I know that likes Riverdale is queer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, so I-, I guess math, I guess, or maths, <laughs> if you're not an American. <laughs> If NetherRealm Studios, the people who make uh, Mortal Kombat and Injustice, for for your knowledge, made a Scooby-Doo and Associates fighting game, who would the guest fighters be? Um, WWE. Yeah, they'd probably get a John Cena in there. Um, I would do a character that is Captain Caveman, but some of his moves summon Jabberjaw and Speed Buggy, respectively.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, You get a Batman in there. You get a Harlem Globetrotters in there. (laughs) Um, I think the most wild one that hasn't already crossed over with Scooby-Doo would probably be something like... um, hmm, What are movies that have come out? Oh, let me see some movies put out by Warner Brothers. There's a lot of them. Beetlejuice Mm. Beetlejuice should be in a Scooby-Doo fighting game
2: (laughs) Man, Beetlejuice would be a great, like, crossover
1: Yeah, I mean, Beetlejuice crossed over with the Teen Titans
2: Did he? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a Teen Titans Go episode
2: Oh, wow
1: I haven't watched it, but I saw a clip
2: I I wonder which Beetlejuice it is Must be the movie Um, I don't think... I think it's
1: just the concept of Beetlejuice. Okay. Um, let me... uh, He he kills all of the Titans and sends them to, to hell. Oh.
2: Then, uh, movie Beetlejuice.
1: Here's the wiki page. I guess, from the Teen Titans Go wiki that I accidentally found.
0: Oh. Hmm.
2: See that's the cartoon-ish design
1: mm-hmm. I don't know
2: I mean I'd have to okay maybe it is I don't know I'd have to watch it to really determine but it's very very uh cartoon Beetlejuice that's so funny this crossover yeah it's fun <laughs> So funny
1: Um Okay, uh, next question Who out of Mystery Inc. got really excited about C L, if any?
2: I feel like Like From my perspective This is a question of Who of the gang uh, Was part of Tumblr in
1: 2012? Daphne Daphne <laughs> Velma never left IRC message boards.
2: Yes,
0: yeah. Daphne, uh, I Daphne see... was my
1: answer about this because I, I was like, Daphne's probably the only one that actually watched Supernatural. Yeah. To just like watch it.
2: Yeah. Um, I can't see Fred really caring. Maybe. Probably not. No. No. <laughs> I just remembered that they there was a crossover.
0: Yeah, there was a crossover. I, forgot.
2: I completely forgot. I thought it about wasn't it earlier. Very good. No. Oh god.
1: <laughs> it's one of the few episodes of Supernatural I've actually seen.
2: I haven't seen a single thing of Supernatural except for gifts.
1: Uh my one of my roommates, before I moved in with the rest of our friends, mm-hmm. um, watched like binged most of Supernatural in like a couple of weeks oh god alright Um. final question from Tanner they ask which members were theater kids all of them mm, Can I say I'm not sure about them? all of them Um. I don't think Shaggy and Scooby would have been I don't mm-hmm. think Velma would have been
2: okay here's the thing though Mm-hmm. I could see them being theater kids, but technical theater kids. Like, not props, the, the, the setups of theater.
0: Yeah, th- that's I could what see I think, Velma. Like,
1: That's what I think Fred would have been into, is like that, the ooh, setup nice. and stage management and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like Velma would have been busy with other extracurriculars.
2: Yeah, I could see that. But man, Daphne is 100%
1: yeah and I, I also think fred is a pretty big shoe in for that also
2: mm-hmm. Alrighty then are we done with questions that's right yes
1: that we are done with questions so now it is time to talk about the film big top scooby-doo which was released on dvd on october 9th 2012 it was God. directed by ben jones and produced by spike Brandt, tony Cervone, and alan burnett and written by Doug Langdell. Featuring the voice acting talents of Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo and Fred Jones, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy Rogers, Greatelisle Griffin as Daphne Blake, Mindy Cohn as Velma Dinkley, Craig Ferguson as Whitney Doubleday, Jess Harnell as Human Scooby-Doo and Guard, (laughs) Jim Meskeman as Phil Flaxman and Detective. Peter Stormare as Wolfric von Reitingsvaard. Maurice Lamarche as Archambault. Greg Ellis as Marius Brancusi. Jeff Dunham as Schmatko and the Conductor. Carlos Farrow as Oliverio and Sisko hinden walsh as lena and joan and candy milo as jean i don't know who that is and i don't know who joan is i don't either i watched this film i don't know who they are maybe they are like (laughs) the the girls in that one bit Uh, where shaggy's a jerk
2: probably that's probably right
1: that that seems like it, that would be their names, probably. They
2: they're never actually named within the context of the movie. Yeah. So that's funny.
1: <clears throat> uh. Um, so the movie begins with a werewolf in a jewelry store.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh the it's... security guard is sleeping.
1: Mm-hmm. And dreaming about winning an award from the Academy.
2: <laughs> um the diamond is lifted by the werewolf and it immediately, uh, the alarm immediately goes off.
1: It's, it, I think it's an emerald.
2: Uh, I, you're probably right. I just put diamonds just yeah. all over my notes. It's, it it's a, a it necklace. It is a gem
1: necklace. It is a yeah. gemerald necklace.
2: Gemerald. Perfect.
1: Uh and then the alarm blasts and it starts to run off and then the guard's there and then it scares the guard and the guard runs into a wall and knocks himself out. And then he's the werewolf's a- like about to just kill the guard by ripping yes. his heart out.
2: Yeah, he's about to die, but then the police uh show up and the wolf runs away. And,
1: and there's the a little bit of a shootout chase and then it just parkours off some buildings.
2: Also there's a your mom joke, which was unexpected. <laughs>
1: yeah this movie has a lot of jokes, and some of them are just strange, yeah, you know what movie this feels like mm-hmm. um jokes wise moon monster madness
2: yeah, I could see it.
1: It's just like a lot of jokes. it's just it doesn't have like the weird escalation. Mm-hmm. um so then we get the uh the intro sequence, which is like
2: it's really cool.
1: It's really cool. It's like kind of spooky, but in like a Hot Topic way. It's you know, circus music. Like Voltaire.
2: <laughs> it's, it's spooky circus music, which hell yeah.
1: Yeah. I like and, it.
2: And the art style. I love the fact that the last few movies have had the opening sequence have a different art style than mm-hmm. what actually gets used in the movie.
1: Yeah the the last few that we watched before we watched um Return to Zombie Island all used like the same style um in their intro sequence ah. um but this one has more of like an animated paper puppet kind of vibe.
0: Mhm.
2: I think it is very puppets because at the end sequence they move like puppets when we actually get to see them.
1: Yeah. Instead yeah, of silhouettes. It's, it's like um it's like in Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. The Ze- Legend of Zelda game.
2: Yes. Um, so after the opening sequence, uh, we start with a road trip. The gang yeah, the
1: ga- is, on, is vacation. Going on
2: vacation to Atlantic City.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's not haunted this time. Because uh, they, they lift off a bunch of places that they've been recently that were all haunted.
2: A demon you- clam attack. Uh, radioactive cactus monsters. Well, and what the happened Lincoln- in
1: Washington, D.C.?
2: The Lincoln Memorial came to life and tried to stomp on Scooby-Doo.
1: My favorite part of that joke is that they're just like, listing places, and then Daphne's like, Okay, well, what about Washington, D.C.? And, okay, and Scooby, like, think for a second, and Scooby's like, Oh, wait, the Lincoln Memorial. And then there's like, a okay. pause.
2: There's just a pause. There's and a I'm
1: pause like... where everybody, like, you know, your the audience is allowed to think that it's like, Oh, maybe they just didn't like the Lincoln Memorial.
2: <laughs> but then it came to life and tried to stomp on Scooby Doo.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a good payoff of a joke. Yes. It's a well-told joke,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then <laughs> this one's a questionable. Jo- this is one of the questionable jokes in the movie, of going to be like, "Oh no, it's Atlantic City. It's nothing but fun." And Daphne's like, "But what about the gangland shootouts?" Well, of course, there's gangland shootouts, <laughs> but otherwise, it's just fun, fun, fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. What a weird choice.
1: That one's a weird joke. And there's another joke later that is questionable. Um, they they go for a lot of jokes, which means that some of them are bad.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Um, we see on a billboard, what is it, Wolf's Moon?
1: Yeah, it's Wolf's Moon. W U L, yeah, W U L F S M O O N.
2: Now that's oh, it's not the letter U. It's the letter U with with, with the
1: with the dots over it.
2: Yeah, that's like a specific thing, and I don't remember it.
1: I also don't remember it. All I know yeah. is that it's in also in the spelling of Motley Crue.
2: Yeah. Um, apparently, this band is Shaggy's favorite band. Yes. Which, hell yeah. I love it when they do this. They, um, have,
1: they have that one song that goes, rock a ba a ba
2: And Scooby just starts jamming out. It's great. Um... Um, Uh, Okay, so the conversation that follows this, I swear I thought there was going to be another Ascot 5 joke.
1: It is, like, very similar to that, but in a way that makes Fred a worse person.
2: Yeah, so- uh, Fred is like, oh, hey, look at the circus. You know what? The, what's going to be really fun? Going to the circus. Can't wait to go to the circus, gang. Glad everyone agrees. And everyone's just like, yeah, I guess. No, it's
1: worse than that. It is. You think that's cool. We'll check out the circus. Uh-huh. And, and they're like, I don't know. Let's go. Maybe we should go to the concert. I, I mean, I just I I think it is the circus. Mm-hmm. They're like, but actually, I don't I. I I am glad we're all in agreement about the circus. Yeah. It's settled.
2: They get to the circus at it's nighttime, so it's closed.
1: They're also just not open yet. They don't open or, until tomorrow.
2: Okay. Uh, Fred sneaks in. Like, he just Fred's straight like, up is breaking and entering.
1: Well, let's just he look, look around passing. anyway. Because he just really is into so the gung-ho. circus.
2: He loves the circus.
1: Oh, of. we missed a joke earlier, because um, oh, did. I didn't write it down. Because um, when he talks about the circus, he talks about how he took a a, oh, yes. a circus arts class over the summer, yes. and it was fine until all of the broken bones. Yeah. This will be paid off later.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. So they, they're wandering around the circus at night, and, and... Shaggy is very freaked out, and yeah. he's- He calls
1: it that he says that it's scarier than an old graveyard in a swamp on fire.
2: Yeah. It's that kind of escalation joke that it really gets me. Um because it's true. Creepy scale, uh the circus at night, there's just something about it.
1: And like there's a banner they see that's just like a creepy clown face and one, it's a very creepy-looking clown face, and two, yeah. it's animated in 3D, which makes it even weirder yeah. in a 2D setting.
2: Yeah, because they had to try to make it blow in the breeze, I guess.
1: Yeah, but it just makes it even creepier. <laughs> yeah. It's a real Courage the Cowardly Dog situation. Mm-hmm. Let's um, put Courage the Cowardly Dog in the Scooby-Doo fighting game. Ooh, yeah. Um, um,
2: they run into a shadowy figure, who just turns out to be the owner of the establishment. Um, yeah.
1: Um. I. <laughs> I'm about to make. I was gonna make a joke that would have been very funny for me and no one else about oh. how it's not actually shadowy figure from OKKO, okay who is a character from OKKO. Okay <laughs> Evil villain, shadowy figure. <laughs> but no it's just some guy who's here and he works here and he's looking for a werewolf we'll get more info info on him later he's Uh, wearing like a a tight singlet leotard thing yeah
2: um like trapeze artist kind of deal yeah even though he's not the trapeze artist
1: (laughs) i think he just wears this for fun yeah Because he has a different costume that he wears otherwise.
2: Yeah, he does. He only
1: wears this when he's not on the job.
2: I will say, though, is that um, I think it's in this general scene is that he does like a flip. So I think he is an acrobat.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Uh, Thinking about it, uh, we find out later that he got it inherited from his uncle, I think. Yeah. That was it? Yeah. Yeah, he
1: inherited the the circus from his uncle i could totally
2: see that he was part of the circus like and then inherited it
1: there's a thing that gets said later that makes that probably not true oh okay um but it's like way at the end of the movie
2: gotcha um scooby and shaggy uh are wandering around and they run into some
1: animals in cages They, they take off because they saw the shadowy figure and were not going to stick around.
2: Yeah. um, there's They find a baboon. Yes. I love this scene, actually.
1: It's a very fun scene it, where it's just constantly mimicking their emotions and they have fun with it. It goes on it. for
2: a while, too. Uh-huh. Because
1: like, it's got to get your get you off guard for when the werewolf shows up.
2: Yeah. Usually that kind of thing, it happens in threes. Like, the third time would be the werewolf showing up. But I think it's more like... It happens in threes with Scooby, and then it happens in threes with Shaggy, and at the end of Shaggy's bit, it is the reveal. So it's kind of mm-hmm. doubled up. I don't know, it just stood out to me. Um. So, yeah. Th- I want to the-
1: talk about the werewolf design real quick. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, okay.
1: I hate how white its eyes are.
2: Yeah, it's very bulging.
1: Yeah, I, I think it would have been better if they were just like solid red or something. Yeah. Cause like the rest of the design's okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just the eyes that I have a problem with.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: Makes it look like a mascot costume. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So they get they get caught by the werewolf. So they run off back to the others, and then it sneaks up behind them, anyways, yeah. <laughs> while everybody else is there. Um. And then they run off. And Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma end up in one area while the others go somewhere else. Mm
2: -hmm. And then Velma and Shaggy and Scooby get split up also.
1: Yes, because Velma's like, hey, come help me find it so you at least know which way to run. (laughs) Yeah. And then Shaggy and Scooby see a shadow of a werewolf and then run off immediately leaving Velma behind. And then they realize they left Velma behind, but it's too late. Because they've yeah. already ran into the others. And also the werewolf, who's over here now. Yeah. Keep that in mind, I guess. Hmm. Um, the circusman um, tries to fend it off with garlic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: My like, favorite part about this is that it's Daphne who's correcting him. Yeah. It's very good.
2: Yeah. Um, Werewolf doesn't care about it. Smacks yeah. Smacks it out of his hand. Um, But then a, a big light Spotlight shines on it And it's Velma
1: mm-hmm. dumbo has got the spotlight to scare it off And now that the werewolf's gone The circus man introduces himself as Marius Brancusi The owner and he inherited the circus Last year and is trying to modernize it Less animals, more theater, cleaner toilets <laughs> uh, and They have a new show called Celestia cause it's, like a, it's like a fancy thing it's like mm-hmm. a fancy thing, you know? Um, Marius was hoping to find some clues about this werewolf that's been attacking his circus while his employees have at, while his employees were out on a night on the town. And he's positive that it's one of the performers, because it's been at every location mm-hmm. they've been to. Um, werewolf has also been stealing jewels at every <laughs> location.
2: And this is just, like, buck wild to me. Um... Belma's like, oh, that sounds familiar.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Before we get to that, we get one of my least favorite jokes in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, bad joke number two. Shaggy making a misogynistic suggestion that it's a lady werewolf.
2: Yeah. Because jewelries.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's, like, trying to say that, and he starts slowing down because he just sees everybody shamefully staring at him. Yeah. But it's still a bad joke. Yeah. Uh, Anyways,
2: Um, so apparently this is a similar story to a werewolf who is stealing jewels because he was created. And instead of, I don't know, instead of only transforming every moon, full moon, it consumes jewels to be able to transform whenever it wants. And this happened in Bavaria.
1: Yes, 18th century Bavaria, a werewolf known as Hans collected certain gemstones and used them to increase his power. (laughs) Normally, a werewolf only transforms under a full moon, but with the right jewels, he could do it whenever and made an army of werewolves.
2: Yeah, that.
1: Because if a werewolf bites you, you become a werewolf too. It's a good thing Shaggy and Scooby didn't get bitten, they say right as Shaggy starts to choke.
2: Yeah, he's choking on
1: popcorn. Mm-hmm, but everybody thinks he's starting to transform because they were just talking about it. And then Marius throws the garlic at him, <laughs> And dislodges the popcorn.
2: Yeah, Shaggy complains that, okay, it's garlic for vampire, v- vampires, silver bullets for werewolves, Heimlich maneuver for Shaggy. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, And Marius is like, well, you guys know a lot. With your knowledge, you could maybe help me solve this mystery. And Fred's like, we should pretend to be circus performers. (laughs) Everybody's like, okay, I guess. Shaggy and Scooby get convinced with unlimited cotton candy and churros.
2: Yep. Um, And we finally get the payoff of Fred's story of his summer class
1: yes so they give everybody <laughs> costumes and fred's like all right i could be on the trapeze i guess i mean i i broke a out of bones and they were like oh well you healed fast oh uh no i didn't break my bones i was supposed to catch someone but then i dropped them onto someone else and they fell onto some other people who hit it- the tent support which tipped the popcorn cart, and that set fire to the audience risers, which then collapsed with forty-eight people sitting on them.
2: <laughs> Goodness.
1: It's uh, a it's a fun bit that goes like a little bit too long, but has a, a decent payoff of him pretending to just fall backwards.
2: Yeah. Um We find out that Daphne can just bust out a motorcycle routine right there and then.
1: Well, we know Daphne is a trained bicycle or a bike rider. Yeah, uh, because this is like almost. There's actually a few references in this one to um, uh, the Phantasaur movie.
0: That was
2: only like two episodes ago, and I've already forgotten everything in it.
1: Um, Daphne was like five years old riding a motorcycle.
2: Oh, that's right. It was a, like a, a little bicycle, trike, motor, motorcycle thing.
1: Yeah, it was a motorcycle, but with a basket on the front. Yeah. Um, And, like, that's also probably why Shaggy knows how to ride a motorcycle in this, but also not very well. Yeah. Um, Enough and, to not fall over. Yeah, and there's, like, an advertisement in a newspaper somewhere about the spa that they went to. Oh, okay. It's, like, nice. a little Easter egg stuff.
2: Neat. Um... um. Shaggy and Scooby do a routine where Shaggy is the animal who has been trained, and Scooby is the one who trained him, kind of joke.
1: Um, They're like, well, maybe just for tradition's sake, we should do the other way around, and then Scooby does some sick circus tricks. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then afterwards... Uh, Shaggy's like, yeah, you tried to teach me, but it just didn't stick.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and then Velma ends up being a human comet, which is a cannonball thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so he, he Marius, 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 yeah, says to meet him in the morning,
0: at five
1: sharp. o'clock
2: in the morning. Shaggy laughs. There's no five o'clock in the morning.
1: <laughs> See that's a funny joke Compared to like uh, another joke that happens later That sort of isn't a, Is like that but worse Yeah Um so the next morning The gang is meeting up And Fred's like alright we should all use fake names And everybody's like no oh. What is wrong with you no It's
2: five o'clock in the morning They'd have to think of fake names No way
1: Mm-hmm. Uh so marius then takes them to go meet all the other performers including whitney doubleday the animal trainer he's he sort of hangs out with shaggy and scooby for a bit he's pretty friendly shaggy's like hey you know seeing how you're the animal trainer and all that stuff got scrapped maybe you'd probably be kind of angry want revenge that kind of thing and he's like no nah, i was gonna retire anyways it's fine
2: yeah, he's just sticking around to help transport the animals to a sanctuary in California.
1: Mm-hmm. That agreed to take them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Shaggy's like, well, have you trained something like, let's just say off the top of my head, wolves before? <laughs> no one does that because they're too unpredictable. And then he uh, shows off some baboon tricks using Spanish commands because- they're less likely to get confused due to crosstalk from the audience. And then Shaggy and Scooby leave.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The whole too unpredictable thing is ridiculous because he has lions, he has baboons, he has bears. It's like, okay, but wild animals are wild and are unpredictable anyway. So I hate that excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not
1: necessarily a good excuse, no.
2: Yeah, it's it's very leaning into the whole wolves be evil stupid thing. Um, Daphne uh, is introduced.
1: Oh, oh, we're we're skipping over Velma being introduced to Arshimbo.
2: Oh, I didn't write that down. That's dumb. He's
1: he's Whoops. the strongman. Yes. I am not the werewolf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You've heard about the werewolf, yes. <laughs>
1: please step onto my hand so I may lift you and prove that I am actual strong man the strongest man in Quebec oui? <laughs>
0: yeah
2: he just lifts her over his head mm-hmm. like she's a feather
1: mm-hmm. Um, and the act is that he will lift her up into the cannon and then pull the lever and shoot her out into a net and so they practice it and he fires the cannon and only Velma's costume comes out because she tensed up <laughs>
2: It's really kind of wild.
1: Yeah, it's kind of wild. The screenshot that I have taken of this scene. <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw you post it to Twitter, and I was like, "What? Huh?" She's very disheveled. Uh huh. And it's very odd.
1: Yeah. Big bisexual energy coming from it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's that scene. <laughs> yeah uh and then fred is taken to meet olivario and lena fred is warned that lena is flirty and olivario is jealous and then fred is immediately hit on and subsequently threatened (laughs) uh daphne is taken to the general area of clowns but then marius is like i hate these clowns you're on your own yeah uh, and we meet Schmotko and Cisco. Schmotko being a very serious thespian and Cisco being a horn honker that just honks horns.
2: And everyone understands him. And honestly, I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the it's the joke of he just kind of squeaks his horn. And and it's like, I don't remember the exact example is like, yeah, but where would they have gotten a forklift Yeah. <laughs> or something like that? And I'm like, this is hysterical.
1: It's like a call in response of, <laughs> "Are you thinking what I'm thinking?" Yeah, brain. But if our ben- if our knees bent backwards, how would we ride bicycles? <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: it's that kind of thing. It's great. Um,
1: but yeah. So Schmatko, also known as Svitobach, Sl- Sorry, it's a he used to tour the Soviet Union, performing the classics like Chekhov and Pushkin and Turgenev. And Daphne's like, Bulgakov? He's like, whoa, Bulgakov. Oh, you are actually someone of culture. Um, And this is like an actual thing. Bulgakov is a real. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Bulgakov is an important figure in Russian literature, relatively well known in Russia as both a novelist and a playwright. However, he's mostly unknown in non-Russian-speaking countries like the U.S. Americans that do know of him mostly know of him because of his novel, The Master, and Margarita, which wasn't even properly translated into English or available uncensored in the U.S. until the 1990s. His plays are mostly unknown in American theater and rarely performed. Daphne being aware of Bulgakov's existence and importance in Russian theater is surprising and unusual and would indicate an interest in either Russian literature or foreign language theater. That's from the the Scooby-Doo wiki, yeah? Uh, Which does track with Daphne knowing a bajillion languages.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: Um, So then they decide to show her their new routine, (laughs) motionless Silence. Shmatko hits Sisko with an umbrella. More emotional silence. The umbrella represents intolerance, you see.
2: It's like, oh my god. Uh, and
1: then Schmatko leaves to go make smoothies. Um, but on the way, he stops to tie his shoe and is then attacked by the werewolf. Yep. So then the gang meets up with Marius in his trailer, and Fred's like, wow, I didn't expect the circus to have such eccentrics in it. Um, Daphne's like, alright, well, um, let's talk about suspects. Schmottko could maybe be a suspect due to being bitter about being in a circus. Mm -hmm. Thelma's like, "Arshimbo is a nice guy, but he does look the part of being a werewolf. And Shaggy's like, Whitney says he's okay being out of a job, but I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> um I I just want to talk about how I I really love that like Shaggy attempting to do like some investigative work. Yeah. It's not something that happens in Scooby-Doo movies and I wish it happened more. Yeah. Um Maria says that Wolfs Moon is also a suspect because they've been in all of the same towns as the werewolf. Mhm. <laughs> and shaggy's like oh sure let's just blame them because they just happen to be there and they just happen to have their lead singer claiming that he's a werewolf. (laughs) it's fine it's just for it's just for publicity just like saying he's from sweden which is a fake place like fairyland and australia also kangaroos are fake too yeah and it's just like a little too much yeah also they've been to australia canonically
2: They've seen kangaroos.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the rest of the gang is like, why didn't you mention that he says he's a werewolf in the first place? Because like, it's like, Yeah. Fake. It. yeah. I, uh, it's so then- funny. Like, we see his character design later, and his hair is styled like ears. It's hysterical.
1: I love his, like, hair and facial hair design.
2: Yeah, it's very furry.
1: It's like... What if Vlad Masters also had, like, a weird pointy, like, full beard?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very much so.
1: Um, So Shaggy and Scooby are like, alright, we're gonna go head out and check out a rib buffet. Mm-hmm. We've been to almost every major rib place in the country, except for the one that comes with a coupon for free heart surgery, also known as the Rib Reaper. <laughs> um, I didn't
2: catch that joke.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, It's like a weird- like, they just threw it in there. They didn't need that (laughs) joke to be in there, but they just needed to, like, buy time while the werewolf followed them.
2: Yeah, because they are getting followed by the werewolf.
1: Mm -hmm, And Uh, it chases them through an entirely deserted city.
2: Yeah, and a dark museum. I think it's a museum?
1: I just assumed it was another jewelry store.
2: It looked like a museum to me, like, the design of it, and the fact that the bust- that is knocked over by uh, a werewolf is mm-hmm. is a little bit more elaborate than I would think a, a, a jewelry store bust would be, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: That's
2: um, fair. So, uh, Scooby and Shaggy make note of, huh, the wolf is here. How did it get in there so fast? And then they run mm-hmm. away again. Um, And then we immediately then- find out, yeah, there's there's two of them.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they find... They, they turn a corner and then the mystery machine is coming down with the rest of the gang showing up and they swerve out of the way and run into some trash cans that launch into a werewolf but then a second wolf jumps on top of the mystery machine um and that one has the remains of Schmottko's clothes on it
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so then the, the gang gets chased on foot through an alley and fred slows them down by throwing some beer bottles on the ground Um, and then the gang gets away mostly and they split up at the end of uh, the alleyway velma and daphne get cornered by the werewolves um, and they hop into a manhole while fred grabs the mystery machine and pushes the dumpster into the wolves except the wolves jump away and the trash spills out blocking the manhole cover which then then need to dig free so velma and daphne can escape
2: by the way, uh, manhole covers are like two hundred fifty pounds.
1: Yeah, Vel- Velma grabs a crowbar.
2: Yeah, but then uh, Daphne doesn't. <laughs> Daphne. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, I don't know. It's I just it, it's 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 hilarious. I love cartoons so
1: much. Mm-hmm. Cartoon good.
2: Cartoon good. Um.
1: Um. But so yeah, the gang make it back to the circus. And Cisco and Marius are like, hey, Schmotko's gone. Mm-hmm.
0: And Kane's
1: like, well, he's a werewolf now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're going to do the show anyway. Yes, the show must, must go, go on. on. So Daphne has to fill in for Schmotko. Um, I want to talk about... We'll, we'll talk about it in a second, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, Daphne's original costume that she does wear sometimes later... It's like a really cool, kind of like uh, a Cirque du Soleil adjacent kind of costume, uh-huh. I would say. Um. Anyways, so Fred will also need a tightrope walk to fill some time. Archimbo is like, let me do my cowboy routine. I'll make it a space cowboy to go with the thing. <laughs> and he's like, no, please don't. Okay, I guess we need to. <laughs> um. So we get some routines. We get the clown routine. Um, and I need to just say that Daphne is no longer in her cool outfit, and is said, and is instead dressed like someone's fetish. <laughs> we get way too many like close-ups on clown face Daphne giving expressions. Gosh, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. There's a, a lot of accident accidental question mark slapstick antics um, which like it's like clown stuff but I can't tell if it's supposed to come across as like intentional clown stuff or Daphne being clumsy
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's very strange and hard to read um, Olivario and Lena are performing Lena flips through a ring of fire and then flirts with Fred and then when Fred goes to walk the tightrope Olivario just starts jiggling the rope underneath him. And Fred stays on there and is like, oh, come on, jiggle the rope some more. The crowd loves it. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore and leaves.
2: So strange.
1: Yeah. The space cowboy routine consists of Archambault carrying around a horse on his back and people are uncomfortable. (laughs) I would have been impressed, but okay. He should have done like some cool jumps over things like a full equestrian routine. Mhm. Um Scooby then does a bunch of tricks including fire breathing and unicycling through fire and everybody cheers for Shaggy for being the trainer.
2: Mhm. And, and thus begins the arc of Shaggy being a jerk for some reason.
1: Yeah um so velma is about to go up but then werewolves on the high wire are there um and then they scare the crowd <laughs> much to velma's relief yeah it's like oh good i don't have to fire myself out of a cannon now
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh then the crowd gets pumped because they think the werewolves are part of the show and then shaggy gets on a mo on the motorcycle and uses it to trip one before being chased by the other he gets chased Scooby gets chased by the other one up a ladder. They end up together in one of those motorcycle ball things where you just floor it and you keep going around in loops. (laughs) Um, Fred is like, I want to drop the big net on them. Yes. And so Shaggy and Scooby lead the werewolves underneath the big net. um, And then they drop the net, but then they're no longer under the net.
2: They're just gone.
1: And then Whitney appears for the first time since the last time we saw him.
2: Yeah, that was really weird.
1: And is like, hey, I I just I wonder how they vanished. They don't have a forklift. Yeah. Uh, and Velma wonders why they went after Shaggy and Scooby instead of Jules. Well, how weird. And then the crowd loves it.
2: Yeah, they're just so excited. So excited that the critics who were apparently in the crowd have the next morning uh, written reviews praising everything. Yeah, his Shaggy. werewolves
1: were great, and Shaggy was great, and he did a great job training his dog, Scabby. Yeah. Everybody just assumes he's a regular dog.
2: Yeah, it's it's very strange.
1: It it upsets Scooby, and Shaggy, like... Like, this part, I think, is still fine. Like, Shaggy's still in a fine situation of, like, oh, they did a good job. They They think I did good. I don't know who the thing you're comparing me to is, but... Cool. It's nice to be appreciated, I guess.
2: Yeah. It's one of those weird kind of conflicts where it starts out kind of reasonable, and then it just gets, like, weird.
1: It gets weird immediately the next time it comes up.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, And Scooby's just gonna be upset about being called Scabby for a few scenes. Yeah. Um... Let's see, Arshimbo comes in and is like, I, I need to get the key to the kitchen trailer so I can make celebratory crepes for everyone. And then as he's leaving, he accidentally knocks over a book about... And it's just a book about the werewolves from before that Marius mm-hmm. had supposedly never heard of. And yep. it was printed in Estonia in 1853, so it's probably not a recent addition to the shelf. Mm-hmm. And they theorize that while Marius was with them... So he couldn't have just been the werewolf. Maybe he's like Hans from the story and capable of transforming whenever and is just the ringleader, so to speak, Mm -hmm. of a bunch of werewolves. Um, And then the book has a list of a bunch of jewels that Han took, circled, and that the werewolves have taken also, except for a carbonato, which nobody knows what it is yet. And then Arshimbo leaves. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Shaggy and Scooby are like, alright, we don't... We're too hungry to wait an hour for crepes, so we're gonna go back to the Rib Ranch. And they go to the Rib Ranch. And Shaggy gets recognized from the papers. And Scooby gets dehumanized while humans flirt with Shaggy.
2: Yeah. It's a bad scene.
1: This is where the the turn goes too far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The rest of the gang back at the circus confront marius who claims like look anyone could have put it there since my door is usually unlocked phil flaxman who's just like a businessman shows up and he's like i'm gonna meet with you marius here we are let's go into this room and close the door and be alone Mm -hmm. uh shaggy and scooby end up at the beach and Shaggy is being terrible and taking it not only taking advantage and being rude to Scooby, but also taking advantage of people in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, and then we have like a very weird dream sequence as Shaggy takes a nap and dreams about a a Jokerified <laughs> Scooby Doo doing tricks. Yeah. I say Jokerified because it's like a weird, gross smile that's way too wide.
2: Yeah, it's very um, exposed to. Uh batman the animated series joker gas
1: yeah um so there's <laughs> a werewolf then, in the gene and, and then dream <laughs> scooby jumps to the defend and gets bit and, gets and bit. then turns into a human in the moonlight it's
2: a human.
1: there's a moment where scooby-doo has human hands
2: yeah it's terrible
1: um, but then shaggy wakes up and it's like oh good Scooby-Doo you're still a dog and scooby's like yeah and you're still a jerk
2: yeah and it's like just the weirdest kind of stare is given here it, it, into the scene change and it's like are you going to react shaggy no okay then
1: um back at the circus you know scooby and shaggy are there and scooby's like i'm not going to do the rest of the show and Shaggy's like, oh, come on, you need to do it for 342 pounds of Scooby Snacks. And apparently that's enough mm-hmm. to to bribe Scooby to not be angry for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. He seems like, from this point on, he seems like he's no longer angry until it comes back up after the mystery is solved. yeah. Um, so then the rest of the gang show up, as do Phil and Marius, because apparently Phil bought all of the seats for this night's show, so that they can perform a private showing for Wolf's Moon. And Shaggy freaks out. And so Marius and Velma- er, Var- Marius leaves, and Velma's like, okay, so the carbonado is a black diamond. And Shaggy freaks out even more, yeah. and says some words that r- roughly translate to Wolfric. Of Wolf's moon, wearing a black diamond.
2: Yes. It's just part of his costume.
1: Mm-hmm. And so the gang's like, Alright, that means we can prepare a trap. So that night it seems that Arshimbo has gone missing, and his trailer looks like it was messed up in a struggle. Olivario shows up saying that Lena is missing also and accuses Fred before storming off. Marius plans to take over most of Archambul's, uh routine, and then uh, Wolfsmoon and company show up, and there's, like, it's like a 20, lot of people.
2: It's like twenty people. Yeah. Which, granted, like that's a that they bought out the entire tent for twenty people. Hmm. And yeah, it's a lot, but dang. Um,
1: and like. I think that's, like, also just, like, a lot of, like, crew members and, like, roadies and yeah, stuff that show absolutely. up.
0: absolutely.
1: Because the band is only, like, four or five people. mm mm-hmm. um, So, Marius is in the back of the tent, and he's like, alright, we gotta prepare. And then he gets grabbed a mid-sentence while no one is looking. Fred is like, okay, I'll take over. And Cisco's also here, I guess. Um, this time, Daphne just starts the show with some stick motorcycle stunts. And then Fred and Olivario do the trapeze. Olivario jokes about dropping Fred, but is a better showman than that, and won't actually do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daphne does another clown act with Sisko. And then Shaggy is a little full of himself during his own intro, but Scooby still performs. Uh, wolfric thinks Scooby is a man in a dog suit, and also thinks the kangaroos are fake.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: werewolves show up, and then... Velma just drops a sandbag into one of them, and then another into the other one, and then Daphne hog ties one of them. But there's a bunch more. Each of them are dressed as one of the performers that's missing.
2: Mm-hmm. With rags.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone just sort of leaves Wolfric behind, except for Phil. Um, Olivario asks the Lena wolf to bite him so that they may stay together and in love. <laughs>
2: That is one hundred percent a uh romance novel genre,
1: uh-huh, and then the werewolf just throws him into the net, yeah, uh Shaggy and Scooby work through their stuff while trying to keep the wolves off one another, um like you know Shaggy's apologizing and Scooby's still upset um Shaggy then rips some fur off of one of the uh the werewolves, revealing a red fur underneath, mm-hmm scooby sniffs the ripped off fur is confused and then realizes that one of the animal trailers is empty uh and then fred velma daphne and shaggy all get cornered by werewolves and then scooby runs up and is like hey shaggy the werewolves are the baboons and shaggy's like oh the baboons
0: what were Uh, the
2: key words
1: i gotta remember my spanish (laughs) let me just go through some words here um, and then he says the one that works and the baboons all stand down uh, except for one for, uh, except for one werewolf that is still attacking which must be Double Day. and he starts to run for it and then Velma climbs into the cannon and tells Fred to fire it she flies through the air and lands precisely on top mm-hmm. and we're going to do an unmasking even though I just said who it was
2: uh, what will we say
1: uh, I was going to say Double Day. Uh, so she removes the mask and it's double day. day whose mask was actually glued on and apparently yeah and he's like and then he like breaks free and tries to make another run away and he turns around it like a pole net thing <laughs> like he's gonna attack them with it
0: yeah and
1: i don't actually even know what it is um but then he gets shot by archambault with the trank gun and Archenbow is covered in ropes from being tied up in the storage shed. It took a few hours to break free, mm-hmm. and then they go to the storage shed and free everyone. And they reunite as the cops show up. Um, the cops arrest Double Day, uh, and they, they haven't found the jewels yet. But they'll get the info from him when he wakes up from being out unconscious for a day or two.
0: Yeah, which
2: yes. Animal tranquilizers should not be used on people.
1: No. Um, the circus packs up to head out the next day as the big old train that they have gets ready to head out. Marius is like, hey, I can give you money. We made a lot of money. And they're like, nah. Well, and he's like, all right, fine. You can just come to the circus for free whenever and also infinite churros.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Arshimbo says bye to Velma and is very suspicious about it. Um, Schmotko decided to stop being a clown and pursue theater and Sisko finally speaks out loud saying oh gosh I never thought he'd ever leave Um, and then the train pulls away and Velma's like hey something feels off and Daphne says yeah I missed the part where the villain says and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for us
2: yeah the reason why it feels off is that we have like 10 minutes left in the film
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, and Velma suddenly gets a flash of realization that Arshimbo shouldn't know it was a black diamond. That's questionable. Um, that his ropes were cut, not broken. That Doubleday said us could have meant the baboons. Um, and that he could have swiped the gem when he caught Doubleday.
2: Yeah, it's it's all kind of circumstantial evidence.
1: Yeah. It also could have been Arshimbo that planted the book, I guess it all adds up not really really. to him being in on it so the gang all get in the mystery machine and chase after the train (laughs) and as they pull up they see archambault attacking marius inside and shaggy says all right well we got to get on that train somehow and then everybody turns to look at him and fred says how far can you jump and shaggy's like wait no 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 smash cut (laughs) no smash cut the shaggy and scooby on top of the mystery machine daphne telling them to hurry up and jump so she can jump across too and then honks a horn at them so they'll do it but it's too late and only they are allowed to make it across yep uh scooby is still upset with shaggy shaggy begs for forgiveness for treating him like a trained animal and when they say the words trained animal they both realize that the animals that are trained could help Mhm. So they get into that car and Shaggy tries to remember his Spanish to ask for help, but then Scooby's like, "I'm just going to bark dog speak at them."
2: Yeah. Apparently, uh they could Scooby can speak baboon and horse. Yeah. Cuz they also get the horses to help.
1: Mhm. Um and then they get them on board to help and then they rush Archambault who is out of the darts that he was going to shoot all the animals with. Because Shaggy just pickpocketed them, I guess. And also the money sack that he had. And then they go onto the roof and have a crawl chase while the train goes through a tunnel. And then Archimbo just strong arms through some tree branches during the chase sequence. Um, I just said that because it was just a very cool scene. Um, They keep running to the front of the train and Shaggy has an idea. So they duck in between the train cars... And when Arshimbo bends down to check, he just pokes him in the nose with four of the tranquilizer darts.
2: Yeah. He immediately drops. Mm Mm-hmm. But we find out a little bit later that um, he's actually already kind of coming around.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's so big and tough that the darts were immediately starting to wear off when the- Not immediately, but once the cops show up. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Marius says that apparently- uh, archambault and Doubleday were upset when marius inherited the circus and like he gets it they had been working here for years and then suddenly this nephew comes out of nowhere and takes over
2: okay yeah that's right
1: um and Arshimbo would have got sorry <laughs> and archambault would have get away with it if it don't be for the young peoples and the nosy dog there
2: <laughs> and daphne Which is, is satisfied
1: she's satisfied i do like to hear that she says um, but my question is why does he speak broken english now he's been speaking mostly fine up until now is mm. it because he's been tranquilized
2: maybe he's only just woken up
1: yeah that that is my that is my read on it and yeah. not just that it's like uh, oh, a foreigner speaks broken english joke yeah um so they return the gem to wolfric who has like five of them in a box uh and they get a they do get payment this time in that the gang gets a private wolf's moon concert and a special personalized song.
2: Yeah. Which Scooby interrupts by jumping on stage and singing Scooby Dooby Doo.
1: Scooby Dooby Doo. And then the credits get the same stylization as the intro. Yes. Huh. Yeah. That was a very fast recap.
2: Yeah. I mean, there wasn't, It wasn't very complicated.
1: It wasn't complicated. There was nothing. The only thing that was like questionably make sense about the mystery of it all was the Archimbeau thing at the end. Yeah. Um, Also, like, if that's the case, then why was Archimbeau's trailer all jacked up? Yeah. And stuff like that. Kind of just to Um, throw
2: suspicion off, maybe.
1: Yeah, it's that way the the audience gets a red herring or something.
2: I mean, there were multiple red herrings the um Schmachtko was also a red herring i felt like
1: yeah he was set up to be like oh maybe be it- a thing and especially because the next werewolf that shows up has his clothes maybe you could assume that he's in on it now yeah That's a question um overall i think it's pretty good
2: it's pretty solid um
1: um it, it felt like a it felt like a well-planned movie version of a Scooby-Doo thing
2: yeah um it-
1: it took advantage of being longer than a television program. Yeah. Writing was okay.
2: Writing was good-ish. Uh, solid as a film. Jokes fell flat sometimes and were great other times, which yeah. is pretty typical for this era of Scooby-Doo movies. Um, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned Moon Monster Madness, because it's like smack in the middle.
1: Yeah, it's, like, a, a kind of in that same vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, of, like, it's got good jokes, it's got a couple of bad jokes, it's not, like, super impressive, but it's well executed.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, I wouldn't maybe recommend someone watch it, but if someone asks, like, okay, how do I make a Scooby-Doo movie that's a movie? I would maybe point to this as an example.
2: Yeah. It's, like, the only thing that... See, like, the whole uh, plot of Scooby and Shaggy was dumb. However, it did pay off.
1: because yeah, it's also, they, like, not a bad plot. It just needed to be written a little bit better.
2: Yeah. It's like, it paid off because it helped them both realize, oh, yeah, trained animals. Because they were resolving it at that point in time. So, yeah. it's fine
1: yeah it's just like that that middle part of the arc um where shaggy's just being a grade a jerk is a little bit um heavy-handed
2: yeah could have been written a little bit better
1: yeah but yeah Um, overall yeah i I enjoyed it i think it's a good one i would again i wouldn't like recommend you go out of your way to watch it but like if you're just watching the stuff as you go along this wouldn't i would say maybe watch yeah If you're watching along at home, that is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So how would you say this movie compares to Pirates Ahoy? Which is the one where they were on a cruise ship. I think it might be a bit better than that one. Just
2: a bit. I kind of want to say this is... It feels very just smack middle to me.
1: Yeah, I I think we're going to get there here in a second. Yeah, Um, because I'm looking at the rest. I do think it's better than Pirates Ahoy. Yeah. Um, Let's... Let's maybe just try to, to cut some of this Down a bit How would you say this movie compares to Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins Hmm That is the the live action yeah. prequel uh, Chicken court on Boo I um, think
2: Mystery Begins is better
1: Yeah Um. How does this compare To Scooby-Doo in The Ghoul School
2: Hmm Now that one's harder because ghoul school is different.
1: It is very different. Yeah.
2: I wanna I'm say I'm also
1: surprised that I mean I guess I understand why it's gotten that low because we had a lot of good movies all of a sudden. Yeah. But I'm like, wow, ghoul school's so close to the middle now.
2: Yeah. It's cause we had just a huge amount of really good ones, I guess. It must be. Yeah. Also our two joking <laughs> uh movies. Yeah. I want to say, Ghoul School is better.
1: Okay, that puts it in contention with Moon Monster Madness.
2: I love. I, I just. I want to say Moon Monster Madness is better, just because Moon Monster they Madness. They do
1: go to the moon.
2: <laughs> yeah, they was just absolutely buck wild.
1: They do blow up a moon base.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I was. I. I it is now smack in the middle.
1: Yeah, this is Big Top Scooby Doo. Yeah. I would say that, like, if you're gonna make a Scooby-Doo movie, this is, like, the, the standard you should at least shoot for.
2: Mm-hmm. Not terrible, but not great.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, let me just read the list off real quick. Let me... I, I We have long passed the point where I can do this all in one breath, yeah. but I'm still gonna try to do it anyways. Monster of Mexico, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, Scooby-Doo Meets the Boo Brothers, Return to Zombie Island, Scooby Goes Hollywood, Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights, Samurai Sword, Alien Invaders, Loch Ness Monster, Legend of the Vampire, Aloha Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania Mystery, Zombie Island, Music of the Vampire, Scooby-Doo 2002, Mask of the Blue Falcon, Pirates Ahoy, Big Top, Scooby-Doo. Moon Monster Madness Ghoul School, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Scooby Doo The Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Scooby Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, Legend of the Phantasaur, Daphne and Velma, Rock and Roll Mystery, Where's My Mummy, Chill Out Scooby Doo, Scoob, Goblin King, Witch's Ghost, Camp Scare. That's it. Nice. That's the list.
2: I can't believe. I, I don't remember anything about Camp Scare anymore.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so let me give you the rundown on Camp Scare. <laughs> The gang goes to Fred's old summer camp. They become camp counselors to a yeah. camp that's being closed down because of monster sightings. Um, and it's all monster sightings that came from, like, old camp legends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's the the bigger... It's Camp Little Moose. There's Camp Big Moose next door. Camp Big Moose is really fancy. Right. Um, there's, like, a fun montage where the gang's just be having fun being summer camp counselors. Um. Then... It's revealed that one of the camp uh, The kids at the camp Is like a Convict that just looks like a kid Who buried something oh, Yeah. Uh, in a village <laughs> That is underneath the lake <laughs> And <laughs> He blows up the <laughs> dam To flood the camp And <laughs> I,
2: I love I love everything to do With how this description just suddenly took a wild turn.
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm like, God, no wonder this this is number
2: one. uh,
1: And then there's this flooded ghost town and they have a showdown (laughs) and it's revealed, like, you know, who all was involved. And then the two camps come together to become Camp Little Big Moose. Yeah.
2: God, I love everything.
1: I love Scooby-Doo.
2: Scooby-Doo is so funny.
1: (laughs) Scooby-Doo is very funny. Um. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Gotta remember to bleep that out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right then. Patreon. It's oh So I can pull a list of our patrons. Okay. Um. So you can find the show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog. Um. You can just go on there and read our tweets, which are normally just us posting episodes um maybe go leave us a review or something i don't know um we also have a patreon patreon.com slash kids and their dog and i not going to talk about it because it's still 2020 and things are still bad pretty much everywhere yep so just not don't worry about us go worry about everything else going on <laughs> um but we do have patrons still so i am going to give them shout outs such I- such as shout outs to Charlie. Thank you Charlie. Thanks Charlie. James, thank you James.
2: Thank you James.
1: Tess, thank you Tess. Thanks Tess. And Tanner, thank you Tanner. Thank you Tanner. And uh that's it for plugs of the show, Lava.
2: Uh you can find me on Twitter at Lavabees, L A V A B E E S
1: and you can find me on twitter at madlobotanist that's m-a-d-l-o-b-o-t-a-n-i-s-t uh, and you can find all of the other podcasts i do and that i've guested on over at madlobotanist.neocities.org that's M A D L O V O T A N I S T. dot neo dot
0: <laughs>
1: it's new Cities um all right i guess that's it for plugs Mm -hmm. um i think we're just going to finish out the year without uh without a guest yeah um yeah so uh join us next time when we do um stage fright i guess no no guest um but yeah Uh, until then they would have gotten away with it too if
2: it weren't for us meddling kids
0: They don't be out a lot, I think. Mr. Reef, it's too risky. They do be out a lot, I think. There's a dark age to be out some other guys, and I should have liked it as often. I forgot to.
1: <laughs> All right, we're at seventy percent Scooby Doo completion. Yes,
2: we are exciting
1: Uh, that's something it is definitely one of those words and you only said the one word so it's that one